The Forum at 8 on SAFM. And as we saw the progressive bloc of Kasatu, they failed to get the Federation Special National Congress to discuss the expulsion of Numsa and Zwelinzima Vavi. The debate on their expulsion did not make it onto the agenda. And um, Kosatu President Zdumo Dlamini called on members of the eight unions that are sympathetic to expel Numsa and General Secretary Zwelinzima Vavi to free themselves from Numsa. So the question being asked now by many a South African is how has has the new kid on the block, Limusa, replaced um, Numsa as Kosatu's official metal workers union? And also, all sorts of questions arise about numbers. So it's membership. It's all about, you know, um, you know, who still is the biggest. And of course, all of this comes to light because the issue of Numsa has not reached finality within the Federation. That will obviously come to light at the November Congress of Kosatu. So joining us on the line this morning to discuss these and other issues uh, confronting these two um, affiliates is uh, Cedric Gina, who is General Secretary, uh, Liberated Metal Workers Union of South Africa, Oli Musa, and he's in our Durban studios. Good morning and thanks for speaking to us this morning, Mr. Gina. Yeah, good morning, Sakane, Sakina and the listeners. And we also have with us uh, Mr. Vuyo Lufele, who is Provincial Secretary of the National Union of Metal Workers of South Africa, NUMSA. Thanks for your time as well. Yeah, morning, morning, uh, and morning to your uh, listeners. Now, let me just start off by asking, you know, with all the political wrangling that is currently going on, what is the state of metal workers in South Africa? And, and, and who rightly speaks on behalf of metal workers right now? Let me start uh, with you, Mr. Gina. Yes, um, the state of metal workers in, in South Africa is, is not very good. If you saw the article in, I think, in the City Press or, or Sunday Times yesterday, it was exactly talking about the metal workers and manufacturing uh, that um, a lot needs to happen uh, in order to really revive that that sector of the of the economy. So the state is not very good, and and and, and what are you doing about it then? Yes, obviously, um, bargaining councils uh, become the platform to engage as a as a unit, uh, engage government and policymakers in terms of really ensuring that policies like IPEP two, which really does talk about the, the revival of manufacturing or making manufacturing to be an important uh, activity in the economy of the country, uh, be engaged and. Um, and there are there's a threshold in the in in the bargaining councils. So as uh, as it stands, Limusa is still recruiting such that it may have enough members to then be part of the bargaining councils. And once it gets there, it will do that perfectly well because he, it will be focusing on that, which is the the prime responsibility of trade unions organising in the sector. And Mr. Lufele. Yes, yes, my lady. Uh, look, I think I would agree that uh, the state of the metal workers industry is really at crisis. And uh, what, we can, what I can indicate that uh, we, we, we have been trying hard to ensure that we save this industry. But the problem that we are facing in this industry are policies that our own government is busy championing 
which are not uh, uh, that much of uh, investing on manufacturing. And that's the situation that we are faced with. Uh, we are in the bargaining councils. We are. We have been trying. There have been those IPEP2 policies. But when uh, NDP came, this National Develop- Development Plan uh, policy came, it was clear that there is no intention from our own government to invest in the manufacturing. And, and, and we have to do everything because we, in, in this country, if you still have uh, uh, what, you, what, what we see as uh, exportation of um, uh, scrap metal, you know, now the manufacturing is suppressed within our own uh, industries in, in South Africa. Uh, there can be other areas where we think that if our own government can change policies to suit uh, uh, South Africans, our metal industry at least can, can grow. And, 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 and as uh, Numsa, are you still um, uh, South Africa's largest union at this point? Definitely. We are the, the largest uh, South African uh, 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 metal, work, metal workers industry. In fact, uh, in, in, in the whole continent, we are the largest union. How many numbers, how many members do you have at the moment? At the moment, we have about uh, 365,000. And Mem- all the members in good standing paying their membership fees? Uh, of course, we, 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 we are at certain areas busy with, uh, with uh, engagements with uh, some uh, companies, but uh, more than 90% of, 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 of these are paying subscriptions. Mm. Um, at this point, I mean, uh, given that your issue didn't make it onto the special national congress of Kosatu, uh, w- where exactly are you at as Numsa? Um, are you, you know, have you accepted the fact that Limusa has now replaced Numsa as Kosatu's official metal workers union? Uh, this, this, this thing is one of the areas that we will be discussing in the National Executive Committee that is starting on the 21st uh, until the 23rd. But for us, as NUMSA, we, we can't ac- accept that uh, a trade union in Kosatu should be replaced. A metal, workers tra- a metal workers union is replaced by another metal workers union in Kosatu. It's clear that uh, something is not right that is happening there. And uh, we have observed over the weekend that uh, unions that have been fighting hard to ensure that we uh, uh, preserve the constitution of the, of, of the federation have been now all of a sudden been defeated by what also is unconstitutional procedure. That now, whatever the constitution says, now we must vote against the constitution, which becomes a serious challenge uh, for us. But we are going to be debating in this National Executive Committee on what needs to be done as we observe that it's clear that COSATU that we know is long gone. The current leadership is really just doing what they want to do with the Federation. Mr. Gina, um, what is Limusa's membership numbers today? Um, uh, Limusa is just above 7,000, to be exact, 7,771 members that we have, and uh, we are growing each and every day. 
Um, in in fact, I think we are, we are more than that now because uh, each and every day we are we are being introduced in new companies where workers are, are joining our union, and workers are phoning now. It has come to a stage where workers are phoning, and uh, Numsa is panicking. Numsa is going to all companies and increasing the threshold. Last week we met workers at Score Metal. They were saying Numsa was there to come and increase the threshold to thirty percent. And um, uh, it really shows that they can see that we've arrived, and uh, that is why they're going around trying to change the threshold. In the province where Vuyo comes from, uh, we we are uh, growing also. Uh, workers are coming in. Uh, as I speak, uh, workers in Saldana, uh, ISCO, are saying, let's come and talk and address them because they are considering to join us. So basically, you're looking obviously to erode uh, that six uh, three hundred and sixty-five thousand membership uh, because you know it is a far cry from the seven thousand that you have right now. Yeah, I think it's a it's 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 a long term. It will happen at some point. Uh, so I'm privileged because at some point, uh, Sakina, I led Numsa. Uh, I got into the national leadership of Numsa when. Uh, the membership was 173,000. So in the space I joined, in the space I left, there was 100% growth, which I contributed in. So I have experience in growing a union. I've been there, uh, I've organized workers, and I have confidence that uh, Elimusa is going to grow. It might not be 365,000 in a year or in two years or in three years, uh, but the growth will be phenomenal. And, you know, does the situation, um, you know, the fact that uh, NUMSA can actually then um, uh, basically get their um, issue back on the agenda at the November Kosato Congress, does that concern Limusa at all? Are you worried um, that you may find yourself in a bit of a quagmire here whereby Kosato will now be faced with both Limusa and NUMSA and have to make a decision on that? I think that will be a matter for the Kosato leadership to engage with. Uh, what we uh, decided is that we want to belong to Kosato. And it is just a coincidence that at the time we want to belong to Kosato, Numsa uh, was, uh, was moving away from Kosato in terms of the decisions that they've taken. Uh, so it's not really a a, a a replacement per se. It's a coincidence It's a, that happened that when we applied to go into Kosatu and we were considered, uh, our letter was received by Zuelinzi Mavavi himself in December last year and in February he wrote to us uh, in, in terms of what we need to submit and we eventually submitted on the 30th of March 2015. It's a coincidence that NUMSA was on its way out and as we were uh, coming in. If indeed, they, I don't know whether they still have the appetite to come back in November because I'm getting mixed messages from them. They're fighting amongst themselves. Others are saying this is the last throw. Others are saying uh, they want to come back in November and see. Uh, so I don't know. But if it happens that they come back, uh, historically, Kosatu has a 1985 decision that says that uh, workers must unite in the same sector. And the NOBs of Kosatu then will have a responsibility to engage and try and find unity. And that unity amongst workers in one sector doesn't always uh, happen overnight, but it does happen 
as NUMSA itself is a product of a unity of seven unions uh, that were Metal Workers Union uh, in 1985 when Kosati was formed. And it, it took two years. In 1987, they, they came together to form uh, one union. Well, you spoke about uh, the dire conditions, the situation that metal workers find themselves in. What are you offering metal workers as Limusa? What new can they look forward to under your stewardship? Uh, I, I think uh, basically met, met, metal workers are having challenges that all workers have, uh, that uh, employers always want to make more profits, Always uh, employers always want to find new ways of doing work. And we want to ensure that our workers are not worse off. Uh, Agreements are respected. Issues of health and safety are respected. And we'll have all the time to do that uh, uh, because I think our competitor is busy with other bigger things uh, than uh, the things that are considered to be small, which is the health and safety, the the overalls at work, the wages, uh, the unfair dismissals. Those things, we want to perfect those things uh, so that uh, uh, workers can feel that uh, uh, their money that they pay is worth it. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll open the lines. Uh, we're talking Limusa and uh, Numsa this morning. 891 is the number to dial. And um, we are asking, you know, whether the new kid on the block, Limusa, has replaced Numsa and also, you know, whether this will be in the best interest of workers. Um, Gift, you calling from PE. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to your guest. Look, as disingenuous, an economic with the truth. First and foremost, again, how do you go to a Congress when you don't have shop stewards? Two, how do you go to a Congress when you have when you don't have representation at plant level? For a mere fact that uh, not even a single company where Limusa enjoys recognition agreement. It means it, it doesn't have or condemn representation. So there was no need for a Congress. Three, Cosato and OPs Breach Cosado's constitution by admit, admitting Limosa. First and foremost, because Limosa, when it was admitted into the fold of Cosado, it has not gone through a congress. So it, it just floated its own constitution. The first issue, I'm told, Mr. Gina, that when you had your own congress, you took workers around Johannesburg so that they could be viewed as representation or delegates from different plants. And is that true? The last issue, Sakina. I think, I think, I, I think Limusa's admission as an affiliate of Cosato is unconstitutional for the mere fact that Numsa's appeal for reinstatement is pending. And to me, that mission of Limusa, Cosato's own Union One industry policy, and suggests that the rejection of Numsa's appeal for reinstatement is filled, given Limusa's admission. And the last, and the last issue, I want to say to Mr. Gina, without any fear of contradiction, Limusa is a project, and I want to tell you, Mr. Gina. It's not going to succeed because Numsa is very strong. Thank you, Sakina. Thank you so much. Gift in PE. Uh, Felix in Alspreit, good morning. Felix, that line not great. We'll come back to you. We'll try and get you on a better line. Uh, Luyanda in PE, good morning. Uh, good morning, Sakina, and good morning to your guests. Welcome. Yes, Sakina. Yeah. Yes, Sakina. Uh, th- there are two questions that I would like to ask uh, Mr. Gina. Number one. He formed this union, Limusa, without having any offices. You go to PE, you go to East London, you go to Cape Town. They don't have any offices. They don't have any membership. Number two, uh, 
I want to ask Mr. Gina that uh, why did he not tell the workers that uh, the reason that he left Nomsa it was because of the pressure that he was getting from his wife because his wife was an ANC uh, MP. So he was getting a pressure from his wife. So the workers, they come first. Mean to say that they come last to him, that's all. Oh, okay. That's Luanda NPE. Mr. Gina, uh, the, the allegation is that um, uh, Limusa has no officers. It has no, uh, well, you said you did have just over 7,000 uh, members. Uh, but uh, there's also a, a thought that your admission into COSATU has been unconstitutional. What's your response to that? Okay, I'll, I'll start with the admission to COSATU. Um, the letter that was written to us by Zuelinzi Mavavi himself did not include that uh, we must show the minutes of a, a Congress. Uh, it was taken out of the uh, constitution of COSATU what you need to submit to the CC for admission. So I will uh, request the people that have been lined up to call in today to read the constitution of Kosatu. They must go back and reread the constitution of Kosatu. Uh, it doesn't say that uh, uh, there must be no metal workers union uh, before another metal workers union is accepted. And uh, I think that uh, the CEC has got the wisdom as to how to deal with the union that comes in. Let me just use the example um, of SASFU the South African Security Forces Union. It is the union that ordinarily you would think that it will fall under pop crew. But it was accepted by the CEC to COSATU uh, because it was a union of soldiers. Unfortunately, the constitutional court uh, judgment made them to be forced to leave COSATU. But they were already inside COSATU, and it was going to be the wisdom of the CEC that was then going to say, do we leave SASFU as an, uh, as an independent, a separate union, or do they come under POP crew, which is an existing security uh, uh, union in Kosatu? So uh, the people who don't see it in the CC sometimes uh, take uh, things as truth from, from their national leaders. And, uh, and I'm, I'm saying there's a number of incidents where unions have been accepted. And then when they are inside, COSATU then uh, deals with the matter of trying to unite them. Uh, as we speak, uh, there is a union uh, that up to now, COSATU is engaging them to come together because their sectors uh, are intertwined. So, so it's not a first thing that Limusa is the only union that has come into the Federation. The Federation is guided by its founding principle, uh, I agree, of one union, one industry. Mm. But it does not happen mechanically. It doesn't say before the union comes into the fold. It says, no, before we accept you, you must go and okay. match with that union. This morning on the Forum Date, we're speaking to uh, Numsa and Limusa. And of course, uh, the two uh, uh, have been pitted against one another because they obviously serve uh, the same constituency. And um, we are asking uh, this morning, you know, how viable this particular situation is and whether Limusa will compete with 
or will it replace NUMSA eventually? Uh, the lines are open 0891 SMS us on the number 34701. Uh, Felix, uh, no, before I go back to the calls, let me just exhaust um, you know, what we took before the break. And um, you were still explaining the issue of uh, one union, one um, sector, Mr. Gina, and you know, we're talking about the fact that you see no conflict there in terms of you being accepted whilst the uh, NUMSA issue has not been exhausted. Yes, uh, there, there's no conflict there. They, that's not a condition uh, that there should be no other union in that sector. As I said when I started, uh, NUMSA is a product of, of seven metal workers union <laughs> that merged in 1987. They all became part of COSATU in 1985, and they took two years to come together to form one union. So it won't be a new thing that uh, there are unions that uh, share the sectors, and then COSATU assist them and nudges them to come together. Uh, so it's, it's not, uh, if, if NUMSA comes back, and I guess the, uh, the ONOBs of COSATU will then deal with that matter uh, at that stage. Uh, and uh, NUMSA has been told uh, that the door is not closed for them, and they've been, it has been explained to them what are the things that they need to do. Uh, because there are some decisions that they took that uh, COSATU CEC felt that uh, they were becoming a general union. In fact, you are saying we are organizing in the same sector. We're not organizing in the same sector. We're just organizing the metal workers sector only uh, uh, as Limusa. And as NUMSA, they are organizing all workers in South Africa, in the ports, in security guards, in the canteens. They are organizing all those workers. So we're not the same uh, exactly because uh, they are a general union and we are not a general union. Um, Mr. Lufele, are you a general union now? No, we are not a general union. We have just extended our scope to organize along value chain. But at the same time, because of the experience that we had in COSATU, that we have been trying to chase away members or workers who wanted to join NUMSA but belonging to some of the sectors within COSATU. Uh, we then have AMCO today and many other independent trade unions. We said as NUMSA, if those workers come, we can't reject them. That's the only thing. Uh, we are not recruiting them, but if they come, we're not going to reject them. That's what we are. But isn't we that the same thing? Workers union. Isn't that the same thing? Because uh, what then happens in the event that, you know, um, hypothetically you are readmitted into the COSATU fold? What happens then? No, if we are, we are, we are in COSATU and the, the, our scope is opened as it is, those, 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 those unions, in fact, we are talking to the unions that, are, that they are members want to join NUMSA, and those unions will have to assist and by, by taking their members to, to service them. But what we remain, we remain a metal workers union, a metal workers union that is um, uh, organizing a long value chain, but also not rejecting if workers, instead of allowing workers to go out of COSATU, will have to, have to allow them in NUMSA. That's not meaning that it is a general union. 
it is very confusing because it's like saying you're adding all these ingredients to make a drink, um, you know, just keeping it there. And then in the event that, you know, you go back, um, you are readmitted into the fold, then you will extract all these various ingredients and send them uh, to the relevant unions, as it were. That, that's what I'm hearing you say. No, each un- unions have got the responsibility of servicing their members. And therefore, members must be going to their union. Now, if members on their own, we're not recruiting them. If members on their own are, are, are coming to, to NUMSA, and instead of allowing members... In fact, in fact, this thing must be debated in Kosatu. Once NUMSA is back in Kosatu, it can't be something that somebody is using it outside. All we have to state reasons and what is happening. And Kosatu will open a debate. Kosatu will open a debate on this matter. And, and therefore, decisions will be taken on those bases. But, that, but, but isn't, it, isn't that violating a, a founding principle of Kosatu in one union, one sector? Aren't you violating that principle? No, 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 no. There are so much overlapping and so much over uh, overlapping in Kosatu. That's not only NUMSA that, that w- would have been, uh, would be accused of such. Mm-hmm. Already we have got Nehau, we have got Denosa, and they are recruiting uh, over each other. We've got Fatau, we've got Nehau, they are recruiting over each other. Why now is going to be a NUMSA problem only? That's, that's what exactly, that's what we are fighting. Okay, so from your point of view as NUMSA, what should happen to Limusa then um, if you are readmitted? Look, with what is happening now, we believe that Limusa comes as a replacement of, 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 of NUMSA in Kosatu. But I think I should clarify one thing that uh, Cedric is saying, that there is a coincidence that when we were dismissed, they were coming into Kosatu. When, the, when Frederick resigned from NUMSA, he was determined that he's going to build a new metal workers union to counter-organize NUMSA. And it was his determination. We don't know where he gets funds to do that. He was holding meetings in hotels all over. And as we speak in the Western Cape, there are no Lemusa offices. They are operating in NUM. And Noom has been, we all know Noom has been fighting Noomsa throughout. And there are no, no offices of Lemusa in the Western Cape. And we have to, to state these things so that there is no confusion here. Um, okay, let me give um, Mr. Kina a chance for a quick response because I want to take calls. Okay, unless Vio doesn't know the value chain, uh, I will forgive him. Uh, Transnet, uh, they even had a strike in Port Elizabeth. I don't know what's a value chain because between metal workers sectors and, and the ports. Uh, it's a satau space, uh, 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 clearly, and, uh, and they organized it. They even went to a strike. I don't know what's a value chain between a canteen in Mercedes-Benz in, in, in East London and, and, and the production of cars. I don't know what's a value chain there. Uh, it's because it's food production. In fact, it's a foul place. In fact, those workers even ask them, but what's the problem? We think that you are working with foul and you are coming to, to recruit us. That's how greedy they, they, they are. Now, I wasn't determined to form a union. It is workers that called me. Uh, when I had left NUMSA, uh, I told myself that I'm leaving... And, uh, metal workers or oh, I'm leaving trade unionism and workers called uh, because they felt that uh, 
the direction that uh, NUMSA was taking is not the direction that they wanted. Uh, Vuyo knows that uh, uh, what happened in the National uh, Policy Workshop is not what ordinarily happens in NUMSA, whereby provinces or regions take decisions and they are coming to a national meeting, they're expecting to discuss them, and all those outcomes of their, uh, from their original policy workshops are thrown away, and the presentation by the general secretary becomes the alpha and omega and becomes a decision that is then taken to a Congress for rubber stamping. The reason I left uh, is not that I was influenced by my wife, as the other caller was saying. I know that that's a lie that they always spread. It's a fact that I couldn't uh, lie to workers who in 2012 had elected me unopposed as their president, as their shop set number one, and go to a special national congress and say, uh, you are coming here to debate the future of metal workers. When the decision has been taken, it was just for them to rubber stamp. And that's what I could not stand for, because I felt that I was going to be betraying the confidence that 12, 12 months before, in 2012, was shown by workers to me. And that Can is I why I left. Uh, okay, a very quick response. Yeah. yeah. No, firstly, I, 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 must, I must state it clearly here, that uh, I don't think you know, to lie to the public, you should lie to the public. Here, the, the, the Special National Congress was called as a result of a number of developments in this country. The Nganja visit, yeah. Mm. And uh, some of those developments was to see our ANC introducing neoliberal policies or policies that only favor the big business than workers. And uh, when we got together and uh, a special central committee agreed to this, the discussion documents were sent to all regions. And as a leader at the center, all submissions were sent back from various regions. And they were clear about breaking the alliance with the ANC because the reason why we are in this crisis, we felt as metal workers, policies are imposed upon us and while we are in the alliance. And we have no say. And there is no such thing that the, the, the general secretary made a presentation against the submissions of the workers. The presentation made is, was based on trying to summarize, put together submissions from various provinces. And as a result of that, there was unanimous decisions taken, and we have resolutions accepted by all. Why did he jump out? Why didn't he argue that? He, well, he never raised what he's raising now to the public. He never raised in that special national congress. We, in fact, towards the Special National Congress, now and then he was running to the media, and we were very much concerned about his attitude. And there, there was then something that, no, there is now peace among uh, national office bearers. They are all talking the same language. In that Special National Congress, towards Special National Congress, we, we were raising sharply some of the tendencies that uh, Cedric Gina have, have showed. Then he resigned. Now, he can't be saying that it's because it's the general secretary that came with a, with a new version of, of discussion documents at the, at, the, at, the, at the National Policy Workshop. He, the, the summary was based on submissions made by, by, by regions at that time. All right. Uh, I'm going to come back to uh, both of you. Let me just uh, squeeze in a few callers here. Felix in Alspreet, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. 
Welcome. Uh, oh, yeah. I just wanted to say very quickly that, you see, anything that is built on lies and falsehood will eventually self-destruct. I think Limusa is going to self-destruct eventually because they are built on lies and falsehood. And it's the same thing when you convert a swimming pool to a fire pool and a chicken crawl and a cattle crawl, whatever, to, to security features. It's the same thing. All these things they are going to Glad banda. That's just what I want to say. All right. Thanks, Felix. Anonymous in KZN. Good morning. How are you, Mr. Sam? Welcome. How are you, Mr. Sam? Very uh, welcome. How are you? Okay. Yeah, Mr. Sam, I want to, I want to give Limusa the round of applause. Because one, I want to find out on that Limusa, uh, uh, provincial, uh, provincial regional secretary, who gives them the mandate to go and lobby for Barbie as a deputy president of the country. Who gives them that mandate? And two, as he said, they were welcoming people, they are the other members from other unions to say this there. How can you say this other people's members while you are failing to say this your own member? And three, it seems like this, this, this guy from Numsa, he don't think for his own, but he's thinking inside the box. We want to congratulate you, Comrade Gina, about what you did. You did a very well, well thing and well done. We are going to join the Musa. Whether these people, they, they, they like it or not, Musa, they said they claim that they've got 365 members, but they still uh, counting people that they've already left Musa. What they are saying on the media, it's, uh, it's full of lies. They always lie. They, they lie to us as their members. They lie to the public. Thank you, Mr. Sasas. Okay, thank you, Anonymous. Chris, you calling from Harry Smith? Yes, hi. Hi, Chris. The trade union is basically a business, and it's got two main products. The one is job security, and the other one is higher wages. Both of the parties agree that the manufacturing industry in South Africa at the moment is pretty much going down the toilet. And I can say probably that it's based purely on the trade union laws and the trade unions in South Africa. The labor laws are completely out of whack. They push up the wages so that they can increase their subscriptions, but at the same time, they push South African manufacturing out of, comp- out of competition with people like China, which is why we're importing more than we manufacturing ourselves. The reason why we're in such trouble at the moment is because the ANC hasn't got the strength to actually stand up against the unions because they're always scared of strikes or violence or whatever the case may be. And I actually, while I believe that there is a place for, for unions in, in, a, in an economy, I really think the way that they run in South Africa is disgraceful. Um, everybody should be ashamed of themselves. All right. Thanks, Chris and Harry Smith. Stephen Johannesburg, good morning. Good morning, Skinner. Um, my, my, my thing is that, first, first of all, is that people cannot call themselves anonymous if they, they support their union. They must be clear to say we are in the Munsa, not anonymous. This is the kind of the thing that we're dealing with. But the second thing that I wanted to raise is that before you go to any COSAT or accepted by COSAT, you must have a constitution. By the time the Musa was accepted, there was no constitution because the Congress happened after they were accepted. In other words, they were accepted without the constitution that was accepted by all workers, which is wrong. Certainly is that all the issues that Cedric Gena is saying, 
First, he says um, the general secretary of NUMSA was going to the Congress for people to endorse. In other words, he's saying that 300 delegates there in the Congress did not think for themselves. It's only one person who was thinking for all the 300 delegates. And that is wrong. That is insulting workers who are members of NUMSA, who went there and participated in commissions in all other things. Why the general secretary was not there? And those decisions were made by workers. And he knows, he's been the president of this, you know, he knows how democratic processes are made in NUMSA. So it's, it's bad to insult workers and say it's one person who is going to think for them. If he's the way he thinks he's going to operate, I think he's not, he's go, he's not going to lead any, you know. I'm just warning him not to insult workers and tell workers that they are, one person can think for 300 delegates. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Stephen Johannesburg. Well, Mr. Gina, uh, firstly, were you accepted into COSATU without a constitution? Yeah, Steve uh, is an old trade unionist. He he mustn't behave like he he doesn't know that uh, before you get a certificate as as a registered trade union, you must submit a constitution to the Department of Labor. So there is no union that gets accepted by the Department of Labor that does not have a certificate. And uh, no one has said that all the unions that are registered in South Africa, because it is not only the unions that are in COSATU that are registered in South Africa. There are many unions in this country that are registered and uh, and many of them have constitutions, and they they have their highest decision-making bodies that decide on the constitution, and it's only on the basis of the constitution that the, that the Department of Labor accepts you. So he mustn't just uh, uh, praise uh, or, or impress his bosses because they no longer trust him by calling in and, and, and misleading the public here. And uh, whilst we edit, uh, before I get back to the panel, uh, Ralph in Cape Town asked, what is the meaning of Limusa? What does it stand for? It's the Liberated Metal Workers Union of South Africa, Ralph. But uh, to get back to the points that were raised by our listeners, um, you were still uh, talking before the break, uh, Mr. Kina. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Sakina. Now, I, w- I was saying to Steve, who, who I used to admire a lot as a, as a sector coordinator, uh, is that unfortunately he can't speak, including Vuyo, they can't speak about what was happening in the NOBs because they were not members of the National Office Bearers. I know what happened in the before the NPW. I know that there was a presentation that was pe- prepared for Jim by Carl, and when Carl didn't include certain things, there was nearly a fight because Jim had this mandate from Bahamas where he was coming from that holiday that he was coming from, uh, uh, that there must be a political party in the resolution. So there is no province of uh, uh, NUMSA that had said that uh, there must be a united front. Uh, okay. It was the presentation that came from Jim. I most probably came with it from Bahamas where he had uh, gone for a holiday. I don't know. But he forced it such that there was nearly a fight in the NOB's meeting. That that That's one of the things I felt, Guti. 
it was no longer conducive to debate when people uh, would uh, nearly resort into fighting for for a for a particular point to to come to to be included so i i think that uh, steve uh, you please uh, find other ways of impressing your bosses i i know i know that they no longer trust you but the workers are coming to us because there are some other things that are happening besides numsa being a general union i mean for example i'll make two examples in score metals there are 35 workers that are dismissed the regional secretary is representing them outside fighting their case Whilst he's fighting their case, he gets his wife to send uh, through a labor broker 35 workers to replace them. Uh, Trident Steel, they are on strike. Uh, uh, workers that are scab uh, laborers are sent by NUMSA officials, a relative, to go and replace them. So one side you're telling the public you don't want labor brokers, but you have family members that are supplying labor to companies. All, these are all the things that are own goals that are going to okay. assist Limusa to grow. Okay. How long has Limusa been in existence now? It was registered uh, in in November 28 uh, last year. November 28th. Okay. And um, whilst we're talking about funding, you were talking about the Bahamas. Um, where does Limusa get its money from to pay its office bearers, etc., with only 7,000 members? Yes, uh, we've got workers who are committed. Uh, if I can tell you, we've got a staff of staff complement of eleven for a long time now. They are twelve, and uh, those comrades uh, go without uh, getting salaries for months sometimes. But because they believe in what we are building, they know that one day uh, we'll have enough members to receive enough subscriptions that will then be able to take care of them. Okay. Um, we are just out of time. So just a minute there left uh, for you um, uh, to give us your side of it, uh, of, uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Lef- uh, Lufele. Uh, no. Look, we, we don't know that much uh, the, on the discussions of the NOBs. But uh, I think that, uh, uh, Gina, what we know about you was the fact that you, you, you do not want to lose to go to Parliament. That's what you're defending. And when the resolution, when you saw that the resolution is about breaking the alliance, uh, uh, also moving towards the movement for socialism, you were clear that you will no longer be able to, to get to Parliament. And that's the reason why, why you got out. For, for us, we, not, we don't want to be, to be confused here. Uh, but I must say that uh, there's somebody that says that uh, figures are not correct numbers. NUMSA knows its members, and we know very much about our membership. Our membership is, as we are saying, in fact, it's, it's more, but we are talking about, we, we, we are releasing, as we are capturing, we are releasing the figures. Therefore, our membership, nobody from outside would... would, 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 would uh, try to, 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 to challenge us on that. Uh, the, the, the allegations about that the General Secretary, well, you have already said that you resigned because of the General Secretary. I won't be surprised that you can say anything about the, the NUMSA General Secretary. But all I'm saying here to the public, resolutions that emerged in that Special National Congress that were welcomed by all delegates are the resolutions that started from the factory floor uh, at lower levels of our organization up to the national level. And, and therefore, we don't want to, to have any confusion. But the Lemusa that we have is not yet in existence in terms of offices. I'm saying in the Western Cape, there's not a single office of Lemusa. This office that, that is used 
is Noom offices. Noom is assisting Lemusa to grow in the Western Cape. Okay. They have given them office. We unfortunately have to leave it there, but a very interesting uh, question about funding of uh, trade unions, and I think something that we'll try and delve into. Thanks so much to our guests this morning, Cedric Gina, Vuyo Lufele, and of course to all of you for participating. Uh, check out our website, uh, www.safm. You'll find the podcast, and you'll also find uh, some of the other contributions from the various platforms.